Good morning. This is the Patriot Trading News Hour. I am the guest host, Jason, uh, the guy that runs the Colorado office uh, for the Patriot Trading Group. The number to call to buy gold and silver from this family-owned business is 800-951-0592. Joe's uh, pretty uh, steady and, and does this show every day, and uh, I, I'm pretty steady myself and my partner Brian uh, on the afternoon show in Colorado, the uh, Colorado Front Range News Hour. And we don't do a whole lot of guest hosting, but uh, you know Joe needs a day off here and there, and I need a day off once in a while. We had uh, our old partner Glenn Biddle; he was on the uh, Colorado Front Range News Hour yesterday to help us out. I uh, had some a previous appointment that took part of the first show, you know, that show yesterday. But uh, I'd like to come on and guest host. I have no problem talking to Arizona. Uh, over there at KXXT, and uh, I'm, I'm broadcasting here from KHNC 1360 in uh, Colorado, and uh, I got a, I think I got a pretty good show for you. A lot of a lot of gloom and doom for your Friday, you know. I, I remember listening to Eric and Joe over the years, kind of say, "Well, we don't really want to panic or scare you, but we we want to give you the information." It, you know, it, I know what they're saying. We're, we're giving you a lot of scary information because we, you need to know why you're supposed to be buying gold and silver. So I don't, I don't hide it quite as much as uh, Joe and Eric do. Uh, if I got a gloom and doom show, I'm just going to say it. Uh, I'm going to be talking about uh, retail apocalypse. I, I had a conversation with some people yesterday. My wife had a little gathering, and and uh, you know, I, I, I listen to these these people that work at stores, you know, people that own businesses, and really, if you want to know what's going on, you just got to look around and talk to have some conversations. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, talk a little bit about that. Uh, and I'm going to talk about Ponzi schemes. I'm going to talk about the Ponzi scheme, the Federal Reserve System. Uh, these central banks across the world run this, this money Ponzi scheme. And I'm going to connect the dots between uh, <clears throat> this retail apocalypse and stuff stuff that seems harder and harder to get. And, and uh, you want to buy an item uh, here in Colorado, and I know it's across the country, and they tell you you got to wait four months to get certain items or six months to get an item. And then there's uh, it, it's it's very interesting, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna cover a whole lot of that. Uh, if, you know, if you want to, like I say, once again, if you want to order gold and silver, uh, I do have some gold that I'm gonna be talking about selling. But if you want to jump on and uh, and just listen to the show, I know some of our guys would rather just buy the gold and then listen to the show. Do it now. We've got uh, got ten ounce gold eagles available at two sixty five. Joe was trying to fill some orders in Colorado and then just stumbled upon some more. Uh, so he's, uh, he's, you know, it's it's all about uh, supply and demand, and there's a little more demand here in Colorado. So he's just picked up another role, and uh, so we, we got uh, ten pounds gold pieces for two hundred sixty-five bucks. I'll talk more about it later in the show, and we have those those uh, ten dollar liberties, essentially a quarter ounce gold coins, uh, pre thirty-three, uh, bread and our bread and butter, ten dollar liberties, twenty dollar liberties, five dollar liberties. You know what 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 you do is you know get you that secure that old gold. Those are one thousand thirty-five dollars. We have some of those available, and uh, I'm going to give you a show that's going to make you think long and hard about uh, about how much gold you have and how much more you should be getting. Because what you see on the television, what you hear on other radio stations, uh, what you look on your smartphone, the information they're giving you is just not reality. And I'm going to play some stuff that I, I disagree with. I got a couple of clips. I'm going to play some stuff that uh, I do agree with, and and, and uh, you know sometimes it's good to let somebody else speak for you, you know, because I got this guy who's kind of like 
kind of the English Howard Cosell. He's got this, you know, a little bit of an English accent, and uh, uh, he, he, he's going to talk about what's going on with uh, with retail stores and how they're, they're disappearing and why they're disappearing and why uh, a lot of them are going to be filing bankruptcy at, at record levels. You know, we're supposed everything's supposed to be opening up. The, the worst is supposed to be behind us. But then why does all the information around us seem like uh, something's building to a much more, uh, I would say, sinister timed event uh, for markets to crash and burn? And, and what, what, what made-up emergency is going to happen this time? Uh, I know this stuff's going to happen, and uh, I, I predicted this stuff because all you have to do is look at history. I always look at history, what happened behind us, to predict what's going to happen ahead of us. When Joe went on the air three years ago on Groundhog's Day in 2018 and wanted to do a bolster sales in Colorado, he didn't know what was going on in Colorado. He, wanted, he either had to close up shop here or he was going to open a physical office and heat it up. He asked for someone to buy into his company. Myself and Brian are two of the guys that, that called that he accepted. You know, we had about 25 guys that called, and we were the, uh, the best of the lot. And I was so convinced of a massive market crash, which did sort of happen last year, and then they sort of bounced it back up. You know, I think it was kind of a hiccup before uh, the, the big the big belch, uh, so to say, is coming. But uh, I knew something was going to happen because I looked at 9-11 and economically what was going on with that. I looked at the uh, the housing the housing bubble that burst in 2008 and these boom and bust cycles, which are planned. And the one we're headed for now is a, possibly a, a global monetary reset and I knew it was coming. So when I, I heard Joe uh, say, I, have someone, I want someone to buy into my company, I just, I, I was like, this is, it was an automatic. I was already selling gold and silver part-time on my own. This was a bigger and better way to do it. I knew something big was happening. I, I basically uh, predicted coronavirus. I didn't predict a pandemic or that this was the, the, the method and the mode of, of fear and control they were going to place upon the citizenry, but I knew it was ha- going to happen, something. I knew so well, so much that I sold my house and gave Joe all of my equity because I came in small, then I had to come in larger. It was it was not part time, which Joe was offering. It was full time, so I gave him all. I gave him part of my equity in my house to buy part way in, and then I gave him all the equity and I got a loan. I, I mean, I got you know, it, it it's not cheap buying into Joe and Eric's company, and uh, sure enough, in 2019, going into 2020. Things started happening, and they're continuing to happen. So when I get back from this break, we're going to talk a little bit about retail apocalypse. I got a story about some people I talked to, and I'm, we're going to cover Ponzi scheme. We're going to do the basics. Stay tuned. Patriot Trading News Hour is coming right back. Yeah, that's right. Everything you hear is fake. I'm going to talk a little bit about fake, and uh, Ponzi schemes are very fake. Uh, before I get into, I'm going to do a little bit of Ponzi scheme 101, and, and how it, I'm going to do a little editing on this little clip I got, uh, as it pertains to a uh, central bank system. But I had a conversation. My wife had uh, we we bought a new house, so since since the three years have passed, I've uh, since uh, had some collectible coins that I thought I was going to hold on to for a long time. But when coronavirus hit last year. I started seeing a, a quickening of, of events that were going to be, uh, you know, r- real massively bad economic things coming. And uh, whether it takes a couple of months, takes about a year, eighteen months, but it's coming. It's coming. It's coming fast. So I, uh, I sold these collectible coins or they're hard times tokens. I, I had a, a lot of uh, very expensive collectible coins. You know, it was the last asset I had that. And besides, you know, my savings. You know. But I uh, 
I sold those off to get the, the down payment to my house. So, because uh, the way I was looking at it, if uh, inflation becomes rampant and, and uh, the economic numbers stop making sense, which they already have, but they're getting worse every day, uh, I didn't want to. I wanted to be in a, uh, a fixed payment. Uh, I, I, buying a house there's taxes. I know all the the good the, the pros and cons to buying a house or renting, but I thought I thought well, if things get bad enough, I don't want to be paying three thousand dollars a month rent. You know, you know when things really get crazy, I, I'd rather have the fixed payment. If inflation goes crazy over the next uh, few years, which I, I foresee, uh, and it's happening crazy this year already, I, I want a fixed payment. So I we uh, I went ahead and sold those coins. I, I bought into a house, and it was an unfinished basement. And I've, I've said the story in the Colorado show a few times, but I uh, it was the very end of October, and then so on November first, I got in the house, and I immediately had guys in there, and I bought a bunch of materials to finish the basement. I was I just I wanted a, a full completed house because I needed the basement. My son's when it was sixteen, he's going to be turning seventeen, and he needed his space. He's just slowly start moving his way into his own life. And if I would have waited just till January or February, the finished basement materials would have cost twenty thousand dollars more than what I paid. So there's your inflation. So my wife had a gathering of some people, and, and, and uh, several of these people at the gathering uh, worked at a local furniture store. And they started talking you know, about what's going on at the store, and there's a lot of stress there. And, and uh, I had bought some furniture at a few stores because to, to, I bought a house, so it was time to buy some furniture. And we had to wait four months for some stuff, four months to get a chair. And, and obviously, these are economic signs. And so I'm watching this. You know, I do a, a radio show, and I sell gold and silver. And, and I started talking to these ladies that actually work at the store that's, that gives me the furniture that takes four months. And they're starting to say, well, some of this stuff's going to start taking six months. Six months. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's, that's worse than four months. And then they started talking about, well, pe- you know, you people pay for this furniture. You have to pay and then six months later, you get your furniture. And, and you know, I wasn't really, you know, I started, you know, we started having the conversation, and there was no less than five of the employees there. And so there's, you know, there's going to be some that are at a, at a lower level, but averaging about a hundred thousand dollars of wait and see furniture. Five, five people, five salespeople. That have you know between let's just say seventy five thousand and one hundred fifty thousand in these sales that they can't collect on until five or six months later the furniture shows up and I'm looking at this and I'm thinking that's Ponzi scheme you know that we have a Ponzi scheme that is a fake made up idea of money it's Federal Reserve notes it's fraudulent fake made up idea it's it's the the Federal Reserve note the Federal Reserve system the dollar backed by the Fed, is a worldwide Ponzi scheme. And the way a Ponzi scheme uh, continues to be successful is to increase the amount of fake fraudulent money that's going into people's pockets to keep it, for, keep it working. So I'm, I'm hearing these ladies, there's like a half, just between five salespeople, there's over a half a million dollars in, in people that showed up put their money down and they're going to wait four months, five months, six months to get their furniture. That money's just sitting there doing nothing. What a great way to increase your Ponzi scheme. And I'm thinking about, you know, that 
when these when these yeah, boom and bust cycles happen, the, the, these are timed events. They don't just accidentally happen, like the news will report. Oh, COVID-19 and a pandemic showed up, and now we have the Dow Jones down in March and April of last year down 35% over eight weeks. That's that's not an accident. Those, these are planned events. The, you know, the, in, in, and I won't argue the validity of uh, coronavirus on this show, but uh, the, a whole lot of misinformation. You know, people get sick and die, and I, I didn't see millions of people dying. I didn't see, uh, like in 1958, when the H2N2 hit America, when Elvis Presley was on tour, and you had uh, Ike, I like Ike as president, and, and 120,000 Americans died of, of a virus. And they didn't shut down nothing. There was no masks. They just, they, they did what people do. You, you do the best you can to not get sick and die and, and you know, and, and get hurt. And they moved on from it. And and we had half the population in 1958 that we have now. So they have to point the finger when things are going the wrong way. And what are they saying now? And I'm going to play a clip here. Uh, uh, economic uh, apocalypse. This guy is pretty, pretty fun to listen to. But they want to blame it on ships stuck at the Suez Canal. Or we had some cold weather in Texas. And all of these these things. And this guy does, he, he'll, he'll dig into some of that. But it ain't that. When the Ponzi scheme gets weak, the Ponzi schemer will tell anybody down the chain, the pyramid scheme, anything that they need to hear to keep this thing together. And when one store, one furniture store in this local area has five sales associates with a half a million dollars in, in products they can't deliver on, what's going to happen if this, uh, the, the, this next market crash happens and all these people say, oh, I got to cancel. I lost my job. You know, they're not giving me enough stimulus, which we're going to talk a little bit about the free money. You know, giving out free money, putting putting money into, into an account for furniture you can't get for six months. They're stuffing all of this fake money into so many places because they don't, they don't want this thing to die. The powers that be, the globalists, they don't want this thing to die right now. They want it to die at a, a prescribed time. And why do I get the feeling it might be something along the lines of a mutated version of coronavirus during the so-called flu season in October? Why do I get the feeling it's going to be something along those lines? You know? So uh, I'm going to play I'm gonna play a little bit of Ponzi. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the, the, the Ponzi scheme thing here, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this guy talking about uh, a retail apocalypse coming. And this is, you know, this, this, this is what is happening in America and across the world today, let's let's do the one-on-one Ponzi scheme, the basic information. I'll, I'll cut in when it comes to him talking about, uh, as I relate it to the Federal Reserve. And you may know a little about it, but do you know how to spot a Ponzi scheme? A Ponzi is a fraudulent investment scheme that promises guaranteed returns to its investors from their own money, rather than profits earned from a legitimate business venture. Ponzi schemes are perfect for con artists because they can easily be set up. All they need is to look official, a little advertising, and lots of people who are willing to part with their money. Kind of like the Federal Reserve, who basically runs our government. They look official. It's the Fed. They, they help us with our money. Here's the pitch. Invest right now for big returns in only six months. It's guaranteed and risk-free. Don't worry, we'll take care of all the paperwork. The Fed takes care of all the paperwork. Don't worry, the dollar's always going to be strong. And this is perfectly legal, 
but don't tell him. Oh, it's legal. Yes, in 1913, we, you know, Woodrow Wilson signed the Federal Reserve Act. It's legal. Anyone, you're investing. This is a secret. Round one. The con artist pockets the investor's money. Round two. The circle of investors grows. The con artist uses some of the new money to pay earlier investors. Round three. Earlier investors are believers now. So they recruit family and friends to join in. And at the request of the con artist, reinvest their profits. Again, some of the new money is paid to earlier investors to whet their appetite. Eventually, the con artist can't bring in enough new investors to make good on promises he's already made to earlier investors. The scheme collapses. The con artist takes off. And most investors lose everything. You can spot a Ponzi. You just have to watch for these signs. The investment is described as guaranteed and risk-free. The Federal Reserve note, it's guaranteed. It's risk-free. Financial statements and documents are either questionable or completely non-existent. We cannot audit the, the Fed. There are no numbers. We can't, we can't audit. We, we don't know these numbers. They're either fraudulent what they tell us or we can't see it. The answers to your questions really don't make any sense. What about the Fed ever makes sense? Checks are made payable to the individual, not the company. The mail goes to a post office box. When you pay your federal income tax, which is the collection arm of the Fed, it goes to the United States Treasury. Very official sounding, very, you know, it's, it's our duty. Pay that federal income tax to the government which isn't going to the government. It's going to the, uh, the, the, the interest on the debt. A big talker insists that you must buy now. <laughs> Got to use it now. There is no other choice in this country. You have to use Federal Reserve notes. It sounds too good to be true. Yeah, the dollar is always going to be strong. It's the, it's the number one thing. It's always going it, to... It's fiat currency, but it's, it's the best thing ever. We're, we're forcing countries across the world. We're, we're expanding this Ponzi scheme everywhere. It's never going to end. These things never crash. Ponzi schemes last forever. If you see any of these signs, don't commit your money. Walk away. Better yet, run away. And you can walk away in, in small part by simply calling the number. This is what we do here. How do you walk away from the, the, the Federal Reserve note Ponzi scheme? You call our number, 800-951-0592. That's why we sell you gold and silver. This is why I got into it. When you figure out how fraudulent and empty their promises are, yeah, it may take a while. You know, they, they, when, when the Ponzi scheme was getting weak in the 60s and these other countries start wanting to repatriate their gold and take it back to France and Portugal and Spain and Italy, well, they, they just, you know, you just have Richard Nixon disconnect gold to the dollar. And then you make promises to these other countries. Well, we're going to hold the gold here. We, you know, we can't give you that gold back. But we'll give, you all, we'll give you all the financial stimulus you need to make sure things work. If things get a little inflated, don't worry about it. And then uh, they had to figure more places to stuff this money. So you have, uh, well, let's, let's go to the Middle East. You got uh, the Shiite and the Sunni. The, the Shiite are, are more uh, religiously close to their roots, uh, uh, Muslims. And the, uh, the Sunni are, are more malleable, like the Saudi Arabians. The Saudi Arabians, which are one of the most brutal countries in the area, well, they're, they're friends of America. Why? Because they spend petrodollars. 
we stuff a bunch of you you have to buy and sell all your oil in Saudi Arabia with dollars and we'll give you tanks and planes and you can go blow up your enemies and we'll make sure that your you know Israel won't blow you up or kill you or you know whatever promises are made as long as we can stuff those Federal Reserve notes into your country and, and all of the Middle Eastern countries that spend petrodollars they're our friends if you're Iran or Iraq or Libya and you want to have your own independent money system uh, we can't have that we need we need those resources under our control we need to have stuff these dollars everywhere and uh, I'm gonna be hitting the break here in a little bit uh, my partner Brian is is load locked and loaded here he's gonna be coming on with me here after the break and I'm gonna play a little bit of uh, Retail apocalypse. I think. I think we're going to see a, a in this next market crash. They're going to really, really, and you feel it. You're less free to go do what you want and when you want. And if you want to go to a ball game or a concert, it's going to be a privilege. You know. Oh, it feels so good to get back to the Red Rocks, as I heard on the news. Oh, they had a concert you know, last night. These aren't privileges. They are freedoms. They're being taken. Welcome back. This is the Patriot Trading News Hour. I've got my co-host Brian here. I'm going to bring him in in just a second. But uh, I wanted to just finish. We were talking about Ponzi scheme. And I'm going to play some stuff here in a moment uh, with uh, retail apocalypse. Uh, when we're talking Ponzi scheme and, and money is an idea, you, you know, the money makers and the money owners, the, you know, the guys that make us, it says right there on the paper note, Federal Reserve note, it's, it's their money. It says it right there. Uh when you when you run this Ponzi scheme, you got it. You know, you got to keep it. You got to keep people thinking it's it's worth you know worthwhile to stay in, and so they are begging other countries to buy U.S. Treasury bonds. They're 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 pushing this money and you know through through a stimulus, you know, universal basic income checks. They're handing it to people, and if you're unemployed, you can get your check, and then you can get your unemployment check. You know, they're they're sending it to businesses. They're they're making. They're making uh, people uh, not have to pay their rent or their mortgage. Uh, how long is that going to last? And and with a Ponzi scheme, and I'm going to bring Brian in here. Uh, with a Ponzi scheme, you have to have a little bit going back in the direction of the people below you so that you can keep people in it. And I think what you're seeing with this uh, a retail apocalypse, what I talked about earlier, where people are buying furniture and they're 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 afraid to you know they're afraid to actually cancel their orders because things are getting so inflated and so expensive so quickly that they said, hey, four to six months to get my chair, but if I cancel and, and find a chair somewhere else, it's going to cost me more. So they almost get you in sort of a trap. And uh, so so. What are they doing? They're going to say, hey, buy something now. It's like Wimpy from the Popeye cartoons. I'll gladly pay you Wednesday for a hamburger today. But it's, it's reversed. You pay for the hamburger and you get it on Wednesday. And this is, this is, this is not going to end well, Brian. I mean, I, I, you've been, I'm sure you've been listening. Uh, this, this, is, this is crazy that someone, you know, these sales associates over at this furniture store, have hundreds of thousands of dollars in, in furniture that's not being delivered for months. Did you hear all this? I did. Uh, great, great points, Jason. And let's, let's talk about some of these terms. You're talking about Ponzi scheme and defining it. A federal reserve system. It's not federal. They have no reserves. That's why we call it fraudulent. And uh, just like you talked about with a Ponzi scheme, Bernie Madoff, yeah, it was illegal what he was doing, but did the people really uh, not question 
uh, putting their money in and then, like you said, recruiting others just to, you know, because they got into the uh, multi-level marketing thing earlier than everybody else, they, they stand a profit. Well, as Joe often says and reminds us, uh, if it ever comes to the point in time where you go to the bank to get your, what we're spo- what, what they want us to call it dollars, which is actually paper currency or fiat notes, uh, we're pretty low on the list on that multi-level marketing scheme. Correct. And it breeds, and then it breeds Unless all. Unless you get it out, and it breeds all kinds of weird behavior, like these these stimulus checks. Well, just because we got you know, people couldn't work because of coronavirus, so we got to help them out. Well, it's not coronavirus that did this. You know, it's it's the government, uh, which is uh, being uh, it's under the control of these bankers and these these criminals and these corporatists. And so, so Joe was talking this morning about a restaurant there in an Arizona area where the guy can't open his restaurant. Not because it's not allowed, but because he can't find people to hire. He can't find people to actually work the store that makes economic sense. Because people can make money sitting at home doing nothing. Why would they want to work a job? So he's, he, he, his business is just takeout only. You know, he's got and, 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 and the uh, the the employees that he has working there. Joe said he had, this guy had seven his dishwashers working seven days a week. And because he's getting overtime, it's costing him just as much, but he can't fill a position for another part-timer guy. This is what happens when you give out free money and you don't have anything of substantial value in return for it. You know, I'm going to give there's you... no such thing, Jason. There's, that's what they tell us, and it is initially. It's free money, like a free, like a credit card. It's free at first, but at some point, there's going to be a steep price to pay. Correct. Correct. And, and so what... Uh, if you don't pay your workers 25 bucks an hour, why would they want to work at McDonald's? You know, I, I got a little, got a little, uh, little ditty, a little song. Here. I'm going to play. I mean, th- this is what's actually happening. Listen to this guy, uh, uh, Buddy Brown. I'm, uh, he, he makes a great point here. I'm going to play this real quick. What's going on, y'all? You know what I find absolutely hilarious? I turned on the news a couple days ago and I saw Karen, and Karen is losing her dadgum mind because she had to wait. 53 minutes to get her chicken nuggets in the McDonald's drive-thru. And I just want to say, this is what you voted for, darling, because y'all see, Karen votes Democrat all the way down the line. And in that little dream that they have is universal base income. Everybody gets free money. Money for doing nothing. That's the new dream right there. So, Karen, when nobody's at the service industry restaurants, it don't even stop at McDonald's. It's going to go all the way up the ladder. You just wait. And you're trying to figure it out? This is why. I wrote a little song for you. There once was a land of McDonald's workers. Ten bucks an hour for flipping those burgers. Then stimulus checks came onto the scene. They soon figured out a new way to make green. Now nobody works. At McDonald's, nobody flips burgers no more. Nobody works at McDonald's when free money comes right to the door. No happy meals through the window, no intercom giving you sass. Nobody works at McDonald's when they pay you to sit on your ass. There you go. I mean, did you hear that, Brian? Retail apocalypse. Money f- I, I'm telling you, it's coming. Money for, 
money for nothing and your checks for free. <laughs> a play on the afternoon Patriot show. This is the kind of chaos that's going on. Restaurants that can't even serve you inside because they don't have enough employees because they can't get people hired on, but free checks are flying out the door because something's getting ready to happen. And, and, it, and it's going to be something we've probably never seen before. Uh, I'm not going to, I can't predict exactly what their scheme is. You know, 9-11, that was a scheme. That was, that was an event that was a fake event. That's, it wasn't reported right. That was a, a uh, that was a planned collapse of two buildings, three buildings, actually. Excuse me for that mistake. But it was, it was two a pl- planes, three buildings. That's the new math, Jason. Two, That's three it. buildings, two planes. Correct. And so they're going to do this again because this is a global monetary problem now. There's nowhere else to stuff these dollars. All the cupboards, the cabinets are full. You know, it's, it's coming out the windows. The neighbors are starting to see the, ugly, the, the ugliness of, 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 these, uh, of hoarding all these dollars, and, and it, they're going to have to have a, a change and when we when we come back from the next break, Brian, I'm going to play a little clip uh, of this guy uh, talking about the economic apocalypse. I, and he's going to talk about – I'm going to play the one where he t- actually talks about the Suez Canal ship and weather in Texas. Anytime – if you're listening to this clip, uh, listeners, on the next segment, don't don't think it's because of Suez Canal ships and, and weather problems. Think it's a broken system, and they have to point the finger somewhere else. Brian and I, we're going to return after a short break. Stay tuned. The Patriot Trading News Hour, 800-951-0592. We'll have some gold coming. Welcome back, Patriot Trading News Hour. I'm your guest host, Jason, and Brian's with me from the Colorado Front Range News Hour, our 3 o'clock show, local Colorado time. Uh, Fake News Friday. You know, this is Jack Daniels Friday, and we were inspired to do Fake News Friday. Uh, call over there uh, and, and give us a funny story or a funny joke uh, during the show. We'll give you a silver dollar. If you're in Arizona, you want to go to 1360khnc.com and stream us in, and and you can uh, call in and uh, get your. You know, we'll, we'll we'll ship you it. We'll, we'll send you a silver dollar if you make us laugh over there. Just uh, just uh, have some fun. Go to 1360khnc.com and uh, and, and enjoy the, the quality programming we have here. So uh, we were talking about the uh, the retail apocalypse. Uh, Brian, I'm, I'm gonna. I'll give you a moment to to, to make a comment or two, but I want to play this guy. Uh, the uh, what's his name? Uh, he goes by the Epic Ec- Economist. He does some uh, he does some videos and uh, some some. Uh, he puts out these cool little videos. I don't, I don't play them very often, but uh, he's he's got a couple of good ones for this, Brian. But uh, yeah, things are things are, are dire, and and uh, we we help you with with some of these uh, things to fear because gold and silver is really your best way outside of it. Well, I mean, good, good example you started with, Jason. Just look at what's happening with the supply chain, whether you want to talk about restaurants or furniture. Those supply chains you know, around here with the agricultural uh, uh, producers having to dump the milk out because they're not set up to be able to put it in small, you know, individual containers, used to delivering it bulk to restaurants, uh, eggs, just all sorts, you know, things that they take out of the CPI, you know, food and heat, you know, things like that. Uh, but the supply chain being decimated as well. And if people want a good example... Uh, give David Knight credit, who, by the way, we're bringing on KHNC exclusively here shortly, uh, a couple weeks. But uh, he, he talks about a story, I pencil, all of the components that go into making the, the simple little pencil and uh, what happens when the supply chain for that is, is affected. And we're talking about magnitude, a greater order of the supply chains being impacted already. Jason, yep, and that's a, good, that's a good segue into this video. Remember, when he, when he starts pointing fingers at these news stories, think... Broken monetary system, not 
you know, when a ship dumps cargo into the ocean and they show it on the TV, it's like, oh, my gosh, look at this. It's, things are going to be worse now. Well, ships dump cargo into the ocean. It happens. That's why people have insurance. You know, these, these things do happen. You know, when, when, something, when some ship gets stuck in the Suez Canal and suddenly the whole world's looking at it. Well, that happens sometimes. It's, it's, they act like these are, these are events that never happen. So he's going to bring those up. But just remember, you know, the one, I disagree with this guy. That's not what's going on here. This, this is an inherent mess, messed up uh, economic situations worldwide. Here we go. Since last year's holiday season, major U.S. retailers have been struggling to restock on a wide range of food staples. Walmart, Costco, Target, and HEB are reporting shortages of goods such as baking goods, ramen, milk, cheese, peanut butter, brisket, canned soup, beans, and dried pasta that started to happen in that period and have been lingering since then as the recent disruptions continue to add pressure on grocery chains all across the nation. In fact, Grocers have been limiting purchases due to dwindling stocks, just as we've seen during the early days of the health crisis. According to Walmart U.S. CEO John Ferner, there is a major concern amongst food retailers about jelly, bacon, spices, and breakfast food shortages. A coffee shortage is also being registered after the Suez blockage delayed the delivery of tons of raw coffee beans to European ports, which traditionally sends processed powdered coffee to the U.S. Brian Bork, the chief growth officer of Seiko Logistics, told CNBC that the blockage would aggravate retailers' hardships to restock for months. The timing of this could not be worse, he said. You have stimulus checks going into the hands of consumers. After every stimulus check, we have seen a huge surge in product volume. We're talking to businesses that are running out of inventory. How can you have a stimulus if you can't buy anything, he asked. The truth is that American consumers will likely witness empty aisles once again as the food shortage problem is also being aggravated by the fallout of the Texas winter storms. A month after an unprecedented chill wave blanketed the Lone Star State with snow and left millions of people in the dark with no water, no access to food, retailers and food banks are concerned there won't be enough fresh produce to meet the fast-increasing demand over the next months. Many Texan farmers lost their entire crops to the ravaging cold temperatures. The Texas Agriculture Commissioner, Sid Miller, revealed in an interview that grapefruit and orange trees in the Rio Grande Valley and leafy greens in the Winter Garden area north of Laredo and southwest of San Antonio have been completely destroyed, and millions of gallons of milk have had to be dumped too. Similarly, J. Allen Carnes, a third-generation farmer in Uvalde, disclosed that almost 100 acres of cabbage and onions have been lost because plants couldn't withstand days of freezing temperatures. The president of Winter Garden Produce warned that even more acres could be lost in the next... I'm going to stop there because we're going to be hitting a break here soon, Brian, but... Uh... You know, we've had freezes before. We've had massive flooding. We have, you know, 
Yeah, we've we've had these these weather elements destroy uh, crops in in certain areas of the country, but that didn't mean that the furniture stores had no furniture in there that you could buy, or that uh, people couldn't hire people to work at the fast food joints or the restaurants, right, Brian? This this is they're giving us a false story. As the squeeze continues, and look for all these other excuses, whether it's coronavirus or Suez Canal ship or uh, what do they call the storms, cyclone bomb. Yep. All these scary-sounding things to distract from what's really going on in this fraudulent currency system that we're not the only ones. It's worldwide. Ours just happens to be uh, the Federal Reserve System. Uh, and the constant squeeze and the, the skinny supply chain, the skinny reserves, very intolerant to any major disruptions. And, I mean, disruption doesn't begin to describe when this uh, can can't be kicked any farther down the road. We'll be right back. One more segment on a Jack Daniels Friday, fake news Friday, if you're going to listen to Colorado later today. We'll be right back. Yeah, just again reiterating that Patriot bringing you options. That's what we do. We bring you options so that you can minimize the impacts of the insanity uh, perpetuated largely by the central banks. In our our case of the United States, the Federal Federal Reserve System, every word about that except for maybe system is, is a lie. It's not federal, have no reserves, but yet they, they've got a great Ponzi scheme, multi-level marketing system going, and all of us at the bottom uh, just suffer whatever, whatever happens, the consequences from these uh, foolhardy decisions, uh, monetary policy, Jason. I totally, totally agreed, Brian. Uh, I'm going to bring in, uh, since we're finishing the show off, we do have an event uh, that we do every Friday. We get together with our listeners. Uh, we'll do a movie night, or we have a guest speaker. Uh, this week we have uh, Tale of Despero. It's an animated. Uh, it's it's uh, it's a fairy tale. So kings and princesses and uh, and there's a mice and there's there's uh, these community of mice. Uh, Despero is this mouse that I think a lot of humans could learn from. <laughs> but uh, it's going to be kid friendly. I don't suggest a lot of two or three year olds because you know people want to watch the flick. Uh, if you're an adult, this is not something that you're not going to like to watch. This is uh, a very—it's got good, strong content. So don't be f- frightened off away. We don't have a lot of kids that show up to these events, anyways. But uh, come on over. We're going to have Dominic's Pizza is going to be providing the food. They're—they're they're, uh, catering. So if you want to get a slice of pizza in a movie, come on over. Five o'clock. We're going to serve the pizza up. Start the movie. Uh, Local maybe, pizza across the street. Yeah, t- you know, we'll, we'll give that information in a second. But Dominic's Pizza is going to be giving us the, the, the food for the event. Uh, doors open at five. We'll have the pizza here ready to go. Uh, the movie will start probably a little before six. We'll usually start at six. We might go five forty-five, five even five thirty if we got a, uh, a full enough house. And uh, Dominic's Pizza, you can pick. You know, if you're not going to come to the event tonight, uh, you can you can visit Dominic's Pizza right here at nineteen and a half South Parish Avenue. The phone number if you want delivery or if you want to do a pickup. Uh, Jake is the owner. He's been really uh, supporting what we do here. 970-587-2883. Dominic's Pizza, 970-587-2883. This weekend, you can swing through Johnstown, pick up a pizza, tell them thanks for being a part of what KHNC and the radio station is doing. And uh, that's that's how things work around here. So uh, definitely support and come on. Come over. Have, you know, come see a really good movie, not not some of the crap that they're putting out there in the theaters. Right, Brian? Right, I just got to get this out since it's uh, Despero is a French French name, right? Wee oui, wee. Oui. Yes. <laughs> so it'll be a lot of fun, Brian. I'm gonna I'm gonna play a couple of minutes of uh, this this, uh, this guy that I played earlier. I didn't get as much on, but let's listen to a minute of this before we go off the air. Uh, 
Retail apocalypse. Did we get a special today, Jason? Did we get a special? Yeah, I did. I said earlier we got uh, uh, t- tenth Good. ounce gold liberties, uh, gold eagles uh, for two sixty five. We we got another roll of those coming. Two sixty five, two hundred sixty five dollars for a tenth ounce gold eagle, and we have uh, ten dollar liberties for one thousand thirty five dollars. Call eight hundred nine five one. Zero five nine two. Brian, I'm, I'm going to play a little bit of this as we go off the air, but you got to listen. Retail apocalypse, it is on its way. According to a recent UBS analysis, the United States is on the verge of losing 10,000 more stores this year. So far. All right. Never enough show uh, on the morning show. We'll be back uh, here on 1360KHNC.com at 3 o'clock Colorado time. Otherwise, you'll hear from Joe next Monday.